Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Shelby. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And today we're going to be talking about Station 19, Season 5, Episode 18, titled Crawl Out Through the Fallout. And later on, we're also going to be talking about Grey's Anatomy, Season 18, Episode 18, titled Dinner Party? Stronger Than Hate. Oh, Stronger Than Hate. I don't know why I thought it was Dinner Party. That's not a song title. I, I, I can make a song called Dinner Party. Do it. I'm really right now. That, I'm really surprised that Dinner Party is not a song title yet. Oh, <laughs> I bet it is. It's just not a known song. So starting off with Station 19, what does everyone think about Travis for mayor? Yes. I'm all for it. I don't think he'll actually be mayor. I think but and I don't think he does either but I agree with what he's doing he's just trying to take votes away from Dex and yeah I'm a little surprised that he's going through with it I thought he was just talking crap at first I did too it kind of surprised me when he actually said something to Ross I was like whoo okay we're how is he doing this (laughs) I thought he was talking himself out of it because at the beginning he was talking about all the different classes and things he needed to do in order to qualify to even run yeah so i was under the impression he was talking himself out of it but i don't know next time uh mayoral elections come up i may just do a ride-in for travis montgomery (laughs) (laughs) for a fictional character i think a fictional character could do a better job (laughs) honestly though i think he does have good ideas i just don't think that he has the following that he thinks he will Oh yeah, he, he has great ideas. And I think that's really the point. He just needs to get his, you know, opin- he just needs to get, you know, his views out there and take votes away from stupid Dixon. I don't know, because now it's going to kind of come down between PD versus FD, which I think yeah. is kind of, it's going to be kind of an interesting storyline. I think it's a great, I mean, from the writer's perspective, I think it's a great idea for them to do. I don't know. I'm a little bit excited about it because I know it's going to bring on some drama. We've seen in our other shows too that PD and FD kind of um, are, I guess, rivals. I don't know if that's really the word because they don't really hate each other, but. Yeah, they'll, like, I know in real life, like, they'll, it's not like a serious rival thing, but it's like they they mess with each other. It's kind of like brotherhood. They just mess with each other, you know? station the reason i'm not excited about a pd versus you know fire thing on station 19 is because it's been done way too much mm. like i'm hoping they don't focus all of way. it Be- yeah because i mean they did it for like they went hardcore into it for a while and it was just maybe within the last couple seasons they finally got on you know same ground like they're finally saying eye to eye somehow or they're at least not you know they don't hate each other and now they're going to start mayor campaigns against each other but you know what dixon is you know who he is so i can't imagine really anyone likes him even his own department so yeah 
it might just need more support, like a brotherhood support type of thing. I think it'll be okay. I mean, Ross gave her, gave him her personal endorsement. I loved how supportive Ross was to him. Mm -hmm. I think she sees big things for Travis. I mean, I feel like she made that kind of clear her first day. It didn't really surprise me that she said she was going to endorse him, but I'm glad that she did. And I think it's awesome. And I think we're going to, it's going to give a good storyline for next season. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to see her supporting someone other than Sullivan. I mean, she, yeah. not nothing against her at all. Cause I do like her, but she pays a lot of attention to Sullivan and I mean, she's been okay with Andy, but she's not really as supportive as what I thought that she would be as a fellow colored woman, to yeah. be honest. Um, so it's nice to see her giving some support to someone else. Speaking of Travis, do you guys think since he's running against his father, do you think he's going to have a run in with Emmett again? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Because I know I, I, I sent something in the chat. I know that well, obviously, because the show's done for the season, but I know that the character that played Emmett was done for this season, but I don't think that it was said if he was done completely or if it was just this season. I think I thought it was just for this season. I and mean, he might not be like a regular anymore, maybe. Maybe he'll just come in a few times. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't, he's never been like in always in every episode, right? Mm, he was always more of a side character that they brought in every once in a while. And the only reason he became such a, a more central character is because he was dating Travis. So we don't, we probably won't see him too much. Yeah, I could see him coming back into the fold with this whole election, though. I mean, it would make sense. And if they don't, then that just means the actor doesn't want to do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we also know that Emmett doesn't really support his, his father either, though. You know, he supports him, but I also think he's one of those kids that's just going to probably go along with mom and dad. I could see that, Sadly, too. we had a few happy moments this episode though i was so happy about pro she's so stinking cute man those that little face she has oh yeah has and like this cute little circle or <laughs> circular face i just love like it so much you just want to like reach through and like yes. those teeth. oh my god i think of shelby every time they show Prue because i know that shelby is obsessed with that little girl yeah i love her i love how she is with Vic too like mm. Vic was so emotional and stuff and her little voice saying it's okay auntie Vic like oh, broke my heart yeah I wanted to be like come here come tell me that it's okay and that I can cry and it's okay <laughs> I was like oh my gosh speaking of Vic me and Eve were talking about this a little bit and she's kind of debunked my theory but uh -oh. um do we think that she might be pregnant I hope not I hope not too, because they just went through the whole abortion thing, and that would I don't be kind think of redundant. So. I don't think they would do that right now. That would be way too. They they made a huge spectacle about they, the entire episode was over that abortion and the grief about it. I can't see them doing that. That would be a little bit of a bad taste, in my opinion. Like I wouldn't. That was my able. thinking too, because I was like, why would they focus a whole episode on her abortion only for her to get pregnant? Just like three or four episodes later yeah but she was very all over the place though or i mean am i reading too much into it i think she's really emotional over dean right now being prue's birthday and this is i think prue's first birthday without her dad i think i think she was just 
that's how I took it at least. She was just really emotional. Oh yeah, because she was his best friend, right? They were pretty close. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than friends, I would say. Well, at least he was his... in love with her. Well, yeah, at least on his end. She didn't know until the day he died. <laughs> Ben's speech was really sweet, though, too. It was. He gave Bailey all the, all the hype. The one thing I didn't understand, though, Bailey was at the dinner party in Gray's, but mm-hmm. she was at the part Prue's party in Station Nineteen. Yeah. Weren't they going on at the same time? No, I don't. Not necessarily. It was the daylight. Epi- yeah, and the episodes run parallel, so I don't think we have to assume that episode 18 of each show is happening on the same day i was I thought it was like confused it looked bright, like really bright outside so i thought it was like they did it like in the afternoon or something that would make sense because prue's a kid and then that way prue could be up and you know involved yeah they want to do the firehouse during their shift yeah bailey probably went to meredith's like later on like after prue was in bed or like getting settled down mm-hmm. that's okay. That's how I watched and took it. But like you've said, it could have been a whole nother day. Okay. So another piece of good news, Karina's green card came through, even Uh, though Maya was annoying. And what happened to Maya? I wanted to slap Maya in the face like several times this episode. She was so annoying. And I think she was so nervous. (laughs) Granted, some of the questions were like, a little like the fact they were asking was a little ridiculous like what was one of them are you going to like engage in human trafficking (laughs) or something and I'm sitting there like oh my gosh do you even understand what this poor woman has been through with human trafficking I know and then Maya's just sitting there in the corner laughing hysterically like yes definitely yes to that and I'm like Maya shut up please (laughs) your wife could get deported here I was laughing so hard on the whole thing and so we interviewed Veen Hong, the one that played um, Philip, Philip, the guy. That was his name. Yep. And Philip the dog. Philip the dog. I couldn't remember what his <laughs> last name dog. was. But anyway, I couldn't remember. But anyway, so we did an interview with him because he was on This Is Us. So if you guys liked his character, check out our interview. He's, he's a very interesting man. Yes, but we love him. Yeah, he's very humble and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when Maya was back talking to him, I was like, don't talk to my friend that way. I know. <laughs> I felt very protective over him. I'm like, hey, I'll be nice to him. <laughs> but that side of him, though, where he was like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to her. I was like, okay, Mr. Hong. <laughs> <laughs> but like his character was really good, but he was getting frustrated too. And then he was like, you pass you remind me of me and my wife always bickering (laughs) so maybe maya helped them you know pass in the end i I was um, she was getting on my nerves i was texting him while i was watching and (laughs) what i'm sitting there going i'm I'm praising him right now but what what happens if he denies karina like how how awkward is this going to be my my conversation with him now (laughs) Well, that's not on him. That would be I'm the writer's you. fault. <laughs> like, shoot, do I have to be mad at my friend now who I'm currently texting while watching this episode? Yeah, I waited till the episode was over to see the outcome before I texted him. Mm-hmm, for that same reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> you weren't going to say anything if he denied her. 
Well, I would have like congratulated him or whatever, but I wouldn't have been like, oh, I loved your character. Vian, you did a very uh, okay job. Yeah, you did you did good. You did good dictating the character, but you couldn't have given my girl the green card, really. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> no, but she got it. And it's so exciting. And I'm so that made me happy because I the way they were drilling for it, I was like, man, I just don't feel good. And it's a season finale. Like, is she gonna get I was it? really worried. And the word vomit that was coming out of her mouth, like she was oh going God. on and on. And then Maya was getting an attitude. I'm like, there's no way that they're going to get this. Oh my gosh. She was talking about them having sex for the first time. See, I didn't think there was any problem with that because that is, that's a real marriage. (laughs) I didn't think there was a problem with it either. But at the same time, I was like, this is hysterical. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I see why you guys say that, but our friend told her that he didn't need to know that information and then she still kept going on about it. <laughs> She's nervous. So... <laughs> and then Maya's sitting there like, please, he doesn't want to know about when we first had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but we found out though later she was doing that on purpose because she knew that it would embarrass Maya and she wanted to make it seem like they were a real couple, which I oh. mean, they are a real couple, but she wanted to make it, you know, more believable, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she... And it was a smart idea. It was very believable. I just feel like she should have looped Maya into that, though. No. No, because then... <laughs> Maya wouldn't have acted right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can only imagine how that would have gone. That's true. But speaking of Maya with her attitude, her trying to blackmail Sullivan I don't is like this. not it like no no this put a really bad taste in my mouth she said like when she came out and when she came out and and just said I know about you guys I want my job back or I'm going to report you I was like oh oh she said that she said that yeah I did too I was like oh oh." (laughs) and I was the delivery was I mean there's no positive way to deliver blackmail to somebody but the delivery was yeah, it, it, the delivery was really odd. It only came out of left field. Yeah, yeah. like there was like, no, there's no build up, no pulling them aside and saying, you know, this is the information I have. Just straight up, I know what you're doing. I want my job back. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Who do you think you're talking to, Maya? But her little rant in the immigration office too about that kind of, I think, set the tone for that a little bit. They put too much time between the two, I feel like. Yeah, I could see there that. There really wasn't that much time, but it was like a, it wasn't like a smooth, like I, I had almost completely forgotten about their conversation at the mm-hmm. immigration office when that came. So when that came, I was like, oh, I don't know. I just didn't like, I didn't, first I didn't like blackmail. I hate blackmail. I mean, in any show, I don't, unless it's like benefiting my favorite person or something. I don't like it. I don't necessarily love Sullivan or Chief Ross. But I also don't feel like it's fair of her to blackmail them either. Like, it just doesn't sit right with me. I wanted to jack Maya this this episode. Mm, I wasn't that mad at her. But I was more, let me play a mom role. I was, I was more disappointed in her execution of this. <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate the attitude. <laughs> I, did not, I did not appreciate the attitude that came with this. No. Listen, oh. kids. If you want to blackmail someone, you need to have a decent attitude about it. <laughs> Does she have an attitude problem? Because I 
I like her as a character. Like, this is the first episode that I've really seen that she's kind of like this. I feel like she she cares so much about being captain, and I get it. You know, it's I guess it's a dream of many people who choose to go into firefighting. But I feel like she tried way too hard to hold on to it. Yeah, it feels too pushed. She just has like a one track mind and she's like, I want that job back. I'm going to do whatever I need to, to get it back. And that's kind of, and that's what I'm not appreciating. Yeah. I just don't like the way that they're executing this at all. Now, as a person, I don't mind her just, you know, as a person who's not chief, but I I can't deal with her being chief. Like she can't. I feel like she's way too emotional. They better not cave in because I can't deal with her being chief. She seems like she would be Miss Bossy Pants if she was in that position. Um, she was okay as chief. I mean, she wasn't my first choice, obviously, so I was upset the whole time. But, I mean, she wasn't a bad chief. I just don't like how she's been acting since she was demoted. She's kind of having, like, a temper tantrum. <laughs> she needs to go to time out until she, you know, adjusts her attitude. But uh, speaking of drama, we had a, quite the emergency call this week. Wasn't this interesting? This okay. was something kind of different. Now, you guys know that I rarely cry over anything. Oh. I actually teared up a little because it involved children. That's why. Like throw children in pain or like throw children any kind of emotional pain. And like that gets the tears rolling. And like with the kids like pounding on, like they're pounding on the doors, let us out. I was like, oh, they just went off the bus. And I started crying. Oh, man. See, I had a completely different reaction to that. I was like, what the are you guys doing? You're pounding. You're going to move the bus. It's going to topple over. Like, sit down and listen to these people. Stop it. I was getting so mad at these little kids. And then them opening up the window and the fire oh. is like, no, don't open up the window. And they're like, well, why? why? Uh, close That's the dang dumb-dumbs. window. Like- because, because the firefighters told you not to. I mean, do you need any other reason? exactly like why are you why are you questioning these people and my thing is too like I I get in a sense of emergency especially as a child you probably don't think and like understand everything but at the same time they're like let me out why aren't you helping us obviously there's a reason that you don't know like obviously there's a reason that they're not helping you that you obviously aren't aware of they're not telling you because they're not trying to scare you because you're children. And that little kid looked super smart. Mm -hmm. He should have known better. He looked like the nerd, but I get, but I get irritated. (laughs) That's not a nice word, Shelby, anymore. My bad. We don't call it. I apologize. I apologize to the listeners. (laughs) Better than the other words she's used on this podcast. So I'm willing to go with nerd. (laughs) But... But I get irritated with family members that do this too in our in our shows. Like, like when someone's coding, oh my gosh, help him. What do you think they're trying to do? <laughs> like, oh, I should help him because I'm just going to stand here and watch. <laughs> You're such a Scorpio. <laughs> I get so irritated. Like, like I forget what which show it was, but this guy was coding and she's like, don't let him die. Well then get out the room and let them do their thing. Like <laughs> duh. What do you think we're doing? Everybody like just stand still. Es- like someone's escorting you out the room. You're fighting back and like, don't let him die. Don't let him die. Get the hell out of the room. 
you know, people don't really in emergency situations think. <laughs> I understand. And usually during an emergency situation, you're not using your best judgment. Most people are not. Some people do. Some people thrive in emergency situations. And those are usually the first responders and the, you know, the people who can, but some people just, their minds go blank during emergency situations. <laughs> They're yeah. not the people you want to have around in emergency situations. <laughs> So the truck driver, he was a badass, a hero. He was. He was so sweet. And he probably, I don't, I hope he's okay. I know the the outcome of that was not good. Yeah. I really hope because they're arresting him, right? Yeah. Well, they said they were. Yeah. I really hope that the fire company pulls through for him. I do too. I mean, he, I understood. I understand why, because they're, this whole situation could have been avoided if he had taken the proper precautions, I guess. It's just, it's a really sucky situation because accidents they, so, happen. But when accidents happen regarding, like if my kid was on that bus and that had happened, I, I might feel differently because that could have been really bad. And the, those kids were exposed to radi- to radiation, the opening those windows, taking them out, all that stuff was exposing them to radiation, which might take years off their lives. Hopefully not, but it's a serious thing. And I feel really bad for the guy and I don't want him to be in trouble. But then again, if I put myself in parent shoes, I might want that guy in trouble. Yeah, it's just hard because he seemed like a decent guy. I know. Who made a mistake, but you know, at the same time, they have to do something. I mean, yeah. it was a pretty huge mistake that he made. So somebody has to be held responsible. And unfortunately that is him. Yeah, but I mean, even him, you know, like he was more worried about the kids than he was worried about like them getting him out and stuff like that. And he even put his life at risk getting that close to the to the powder stuff. I mean, yeah. he, he went right up to it and carried it away from the scene. Like where where was the hazmat team? Like what? Why? Why did, shouldn't they have been there a lot sooner? I think they were like so many minutes out or something. Okay. Like they were waiting and waiting and waiting for them. And then they decided they couldn't wait any longer. I just feel but like it took them way too long to get there. Like, do they only have one hazmat team in all of Seattle? Like how long does it really take for them to respond? I mean, it was a pretty big emergency. They needed hazmat there. Yeah. It was only a matter of 10 minutes though. I mean, I know 10 minutes in a situation like that is a lot, but it's still, it was only 10 minutes. And also... Like, I know in Chicago, doesn't like, don't they kind of have some basic hazmat suits and stuff, like always on the rigs? Usually, yes. In real life, yes. So I don't understand why they would not have put on their own hazmat suits and at least gone and gotten the children away from the situation. Yeah, I don't know. Because usually like- Or taken the thing away far enough to where they could get their kids out safely. Because usually, even in situations like that, even if they don't have hazmat suits, a lot of times hazmat um, will bring like the collapsible showers and stuff. So even if they do get whatever on their outfits and stuff, like they can shower off. And- Which they did. I mean, you saw we saw them all cleaning off after after everything was done. Hazmat showed up. I thought it they was- should have been there a lot faster. Yeah the the timing was definitely kind of weird. I just felt like they were sitting there for a very long time. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that long in all reality. Maybe in the grand things, it wasn't that long, but I mean, 10 minutes in an emergency situation can feel like centuries. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially with that, where you have your kids leaning on a cliff, like I'm sure they, they were feeling like it was taken forever too. I mean, you saw Warren was jumping at the bit to just go Mm -hmm. and they told him no, um, which I respected that. I mean, they, the one, the one excuse was, well, you had cancer already. And then Dick's like, and he has crew. I know. I don't know if I would have been able to hold myself back though. I probably wouldn't have been able to either. Does anybody understand something with that kid affected Jack? And I don't really understand what, what like flipped in him. Okay. I thought I missed something because there, because they were really hyper-focused on Jack and that kid for a little bit and then the scene was over and I was like wait what was that but they never came back to it yeah it was I I got confused over that the Jack thing got me confused too at first I thought that maybe it was his brother's kid and then when his family came like he recognized the wife or whatever but it wasn't that was I didn't I didn't even my mind didn't even go there I just was completely confused about I had, yeah I had no theories Okay. I was just very confused. All right. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I just I did not understand that at all. I was like, are they like, this has nothing to do with the season. Maybe it's an older thing that I'm not thinking that I've never and seen. That, and I didn't even put it in our notes because I was like, well, maybe it just wasn't even a thing. And I'm just reading too much into stuff, but apparently I, it was. But if any, if anyone's listening and you guys know the answers, reach out to us and let us know. All right, so t- talking about hero moments, Andy was like so amazing this episode. I loved her. Oh, I-, I wanted to give her a hug and a high five and a fist bump and all the things. Yes. Like, I, was, Andy. Go, Andy. I was so happy that she talked the girl into talking Holly? to her. Is it Holly? Holly, yeah. I yeah. love speech when she was talking about how you know your son should be angry everyone should be so angry and she's yeah. right mm-hmm. so everyone- is her little boy Jeremy's did she get pregnant I when she got raped or was she- I didn't get that impression okay I didn't I I got the impression at first but then when she was talking to her I was like I don't think it is because she was- said Jeremy kept she, she was kind of cavalier about it when she was talking about the father she was just she just said you know, I have a five-year-old son. His father isn't in the picture. So I wasn't under the impression that the father was Jeremy. I was under the impression it was just some deadbeat dad. That's, that's the impression I got too. I just wanted to make sure. So her her tag name was drop class 18 dropout or something like that. So 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, that would have been four years. So she would have had the kid before she would have graduated. I, I guess she already had the kid. Soon. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But, but okay, so she's only found this one person so far, right? I mm-hmm. I guess that was enough. I mean, it's over. Well, I mean, you s- we saw at the beginning of the episode, she and Jack looked like they were up like nights and nights looking for even one person. So I'm under the impression that Holly was their best bet. I mean, I still think there was probably a lot more victims out there, but that one I guess just worked. And I mean, that's, that's great. I wish everybody would have gotten a little bit of closure from this that were his victims. Cause I doubt he, those were only his two victims. I was, I was glad that Holly agreed to talk to Andy because 
I mean, that's intimidating. I mean, I get where she was coming from with that she didn't report it because it would have been he said, she said type of thing. And, you know, I mean, that was my mindset when what happened to me happened to me. I get Mm -hmm. it. And a lot of times when stuff like that happens, you know, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Police officers, a lot of times are men and they don't think that you're a victim because, you know, you were leading them on or, you know, whatever the case is, just like what happened to Andy. Mm -hmm. It actually happens in real life. And it's a shame. I read a, I read a statistic. It was like 44% of rapes aren't, um, aren't documented because of that. I mean, it sounds, it's really, it's a really high number, but I 100% believe it. Yeah. It's, it's a shocking amount. I do love how they played the storyline out on TV, though, giving awareness and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. They, I mean, I don't know from personal experience, I guess Shelby can speak more to that, but it, um, I feel like they did a pretty great job. The one thing, too, was the judge, he was making me mad. He was a little mm. biased. He was. Well, not even a little biased. He was very biased. Just the way he was talking to her, I was like, I didn't like oh, him. No. I didn't either. I feel like if that was me, I would have moved to try to get a different judge. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if that's actually a thing that you can do or not, but. Even when she brought Holly in to see him with his face, I was like, man, this still isn't going to be enough for this guy. I I was convinced that Holly was not going to be enough. No. And the judges, the judges thing was, oh, we talked to the bartender and you were flirting with him and you guys walked out so bad. Yeah, and you guys walked out together and then you guys were making out and then the next thing that we see is him laying on the floor and you driving away. Like, okay, even if, even if, which that was happening in the show, but even if that was happening at any given point, you have the right to say no. That goes for men and women both. Yes, absolutely. I know that, you know, men's sexual assault doesn't get talked about that much either, but it, it it's the same exact thing you're not leading somebody on if you want to stop and you say stop and you say no that's it that's no it's like it's like karina said right after it happened is that consent is not a one and done it's it's continuous yeah it's continuous throughout the you know entire encounter but at Prue's party we do learn though that the case was dropped which was even more of another reason to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what she was waiting for to tell everybody. I think she well, was just letting them have their. Finn was talking. He was giving that grand old speech. And Vic had already tried once or twice. So I mean, they didn't need to add <laughs> to the pile. Her emotions were went through it this episode. I was like, she's crying. She kind of looks happy though. Is she okay? Or we Shelby thought she was pregnant. <laughs> It is. <laughs> I mean, I would have thought, I definitely would have thought the same thing if we hadn't just gone through an abortion storyline with her. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that they are wrapping it up so that she's not in that situation again. I think it would be very bad taste if they did that. I, I, I do. I don't think that they would do that. We also learn after this that Andy is going to be back at 19, but it does not come as a really good news. As soon as Ross gave her the lieutenant spot back, I said, oh no, like who is leaving to get her lieutenant? At first I thought, oh, is Maya leaving? Because I mean, she needs a timeout. But then I was like, oh. I thought no. it was Maya at first. 
I was like, it better not be. And then she got to the locker room. I was like, he did not. <laughs> he is I... not doing this to us. <laughs> I already knew that I was supposed to be mad by this episode going into it. So I was kind of waiting. <laughs> the one thing though, that I um don't understand at the beginning, Karina and Maya were talking about that they were going to take a test today like that day or whatever and if Jack wanted to be involved he could or whatever and he said no but then they never even shown them doing that either nope we're gonna have to wait till next season that was rude and poor Jack I mean I don't understand because well maybe we'll see him I guess maybe he just won't be working at the fire station but he wanted to be involved in this kid's life Mm -hmm. I don't think he's gone gone I really I really don't I I I think his um reunion with his brother really really threw him for a loop because remember he said at one point I don't remember who he said it to but he said something like I don't need your pity family or, yeah. or something like that yeah I think him reuniting with his bro brothers just really thrown him for a loop so I think he's in a spiral right now but I mean after I kind of recovered and started thinking thinking it's not unlike Jack to make really rash decisions. <laughs> so I have a hard time believing that this is the end. Like he'll, I have to believe he'll be back. I didn't, I didn't, it just doesn't feel like the end for Jack to me. It just, <clears throat> it feels like he'll just like be it, back episode one. It just feels so Jack to get up, to get in his truck and just drive away from the fire station with someone yelling behind him, come back. So what do you guys hope or think will happen next season next season i think we're gonna get a deluca bishop baby yes please i think jack will be back and i think he'll be back to being a firefighter and maybe we'll lose one like like in not in, not not one like we really like i think the, right now i'm interested to see where this whole blackmail thing goes with maya and oh yeah Sullivan so yeah. um I don't see either one of them as the type that given the blackmail though so I'm interested to see how it plays out maybe Maya will be the spot that Jack needs to take because she gets fired for being a brat or the other thing is too Bennett Bennett said that he was gonna get clean so maybe he'll go to rehab Sullivan will get moved up and then Jack could come back as lieutenant again yeah but then when then it comes back well he can just get thrown away to the wolves somewhere i'm kind of glad that we didn't leave it on a cliffhanger well i mean i guess kind of with jack leaving kind of i guess but and maya with the baby thing was kind of a cliffhanger i guess but it's yeah. nothing like crazy no it wasn't a serious cliffhanger well i think that was all for station 19 we can move into gray's anatomy season 18 episode 18 which has a nice ring to it and it is called Stronger Than Hate. We I like this episode. Yeah, I did. We started off with the dinner party, which was super fun. I think- <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I think Teddy, well, I mean, parts of it was super fun, but I love, I think Teddy was my favorite part. She was just she having, was. she was having way too much fun. Like she kept, I think like she, like she was just holding Boggle. And then <laughs> I think- like, Boggle? Like, I'm not playing Boggle with you. She looked so sad. I was like, someone played Boggle with Teddy. So she, you're the one who may be the ambassador of fun. 
<laughs> you want me to play Boggle with me? Like, what's your obsession with Boggle right now, Teddy? I like that. This is the Teddy that I really loved before. And I'm so glad that she's back because for, you know, for a long, long time there, we, she was like enemy number one to everybody. And I love that we get this whole new, not new, we get like old Teddy back. Yeah, I'm glad, like her. I'm glad she's back to being fun and lovable because she was not fun and lovable for quite a while. She wasn't. And I'm, I'm when they, <laughs> Bailey caught Owen and Teddy in the car. Oh yeah. She's like, your par- come on, your parents for God's sakes. Like, yeah, that's that was why a they're total callback. Yeah, I'm like, so when she caught not- when she caught a when who she kept was that Mary Meredith and Derek? And Derek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she caught them in the car. But but Meredith and Derek were way farther along than what Teddy and Owen were. Yeah. As far as what they were doing. Yeah, they were. That was I laughed like out loud, pretty loud. Mm-hmm whenever Bailey walked by and said that I was like oh my gosh that's such a good callback I love Bailey like I when Bailey's not being stressed out and witchy I love Bailey yeah she was really fun this episode I loved her little moment with um little Bailey mm-hmm. when they just looked at each other's like Bailey 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 and then <laughs> knuckled each other I that love that really, part too yeah that was cute I love that <laughs> Bailey Bailey yeah, she but yeah, she was nice and light at this dinner party, which was a fun change of pace because she was really at Nick's throat last episode. And then yeah. this episode, we got to see them. What were they bonding over? Because I feel like they changed topics like so quickly. Like it went from working under someone and then straight yeah. into Scrabble. I'm like, what is happening? It was like they started bonding over every little thing. You started to see that there were a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's what they were trying to I think it was more for entertainment and amusement that these two people who were at each other's throats last week are actually very similar people mm-hmm. and now they're just getting along I think that was kind of a they meant to and we got a little you know mini scrabble lesson we did Apparently x-ray x-ray if you put it in the right spot is worth a lot of points <laughs> <laughs> I can say the one thing that I did love about this episode it really brought to light the family dynamic that everyone that was there have with each other like even yeah. though they're not I mean obviously Maggie and Meredith are related Amelia and Meredith are sisters but like they they have that dynamic with all of the doctors that were there that they're all family you know they just kind of walk into their house and you know whatever I just I really like that yeah I do too they were it's it's like they're just a huge family now Mm -hmm. the one thing that I can say though that it kind of made me sad a little bit but I also didn't really understand it when Nick rang the doorbell and he came in and Ellis was like uh and Maggie's like hey be nice and she said I thought it was mommy why would mommy be ringing the doorbell for her own house (laughs) she's a child (laughs) they don't think things through yeah but I kind of felt bad for her because like I get that it wasn't supposed to be a sad episode at at all but that little part where Ellis did do that I was like oh that that was that was a little bit heartbreaking why did you just do that I reason (laughs) I cried this episode and I don't cry. I bawled this episode. With what? The hate, the hate crime <gasps> thing. Oh God. What? I think I blocked that out of my head. 
so Link and Nick, they kind of bonded a little bit too, um, out of the grill. They did. I like that. Which is totally, I did too. Um, Link's whole grill thing is totally a dad thing, which <laughs> I <is>. loved. <laughs> all he's he needs cracking is, me up. He knows his little tricks. Yeah. All he needs is a New Balance sneakers and he's a typical white dad. And little jean shorts. But I love their little talk. Yeah, even though at the beginning, I felt like he was kind of trying to dig for information from Nick, which is definitely how the conversation started. But it was, it did turn into a really nice conversation. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I felt like Link and Amelia were the most mellow out of everyone towards Nick. Well, Teddy too. Teddy didn't really care one way or the other, but. Teddy just wanted to play Boggle. (laughs) But Link and Teddy's conversation was sweet too. Yeah, I mean, I was under the impression that Teddy completely forgot that whole moment in the bar with Joe, but I guess she remembered some of it because... I think that it was one of those things like Joe said, don't tell anybody. And Teddy's like, don't tell anybody what type of thing. Like, I don't think that she really forgot. I think it was more of along the lines of it, it's, it's not going anywhere type of thing. Even though technically it did go somewhere because she told Link that she knew. But <laughs> I can't say it enough. Like, I really like Teddy this episode. But I even liked mm-hmm. her in her talk with Link. And I think I don't think Link was mad that Amelia said any or joe said anything Mm-mm. he didn't seem like bothered by it i think he seemed even a little that he liked it he liked mm-hmm. that she talked about it and she told somebody else because at this point he knows joe very well and i think he probably knows that she holds a lot in and the fact that she actually did open up to somebody even if it was drunkenly open up to somebody mm-hmm. it, it shows that you know he was on her mind and she was confused about him she really was and I think she still is. And I think he's, I think he's just way more confused. I think he's over Amelia. I really do. I think he's over yeah. Amelia. I don't, I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. Well, the two of them we saw were in a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. episode. They this were, episode, they were great. They were very, fr- they weren't just cordial. They were very friendly. He still doesn't like Kai though. At least that's the vibe that I got. But he was, I, he was cordial. Like he was. I don't, I didn't read that. I, I kind of mm. felt like maybe he's just still skeptical. I think he just feels awkward around, like he doesn't know how to act. Yeah. I mean, it's a new situation because, mm-hmm. you know, his kid is involved. So I think he's just trying to figure out where he fits in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really proud of all of them. This episode of when Link showed up with Scout and I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward because Kai and Amelia are here, but it wasn't. And it was nice. It was such a nice feeling not to have that. I mean, like Wendell kind of made it weird, but we don't know Wendell. We don't respect Wendell. So that wasn't a big deal to me. I was kind of like, okay, whatever, go away. The other funny part was too, Nick literally came in and like took over the kitchen. Like he was helping cook his own dinner. He set the table. And then Bailey, she's like, you don't even offer me no cheese and crackers. (laughs) Where's all the appetizers? (laughs) She was cracking me up. She was. I love when Bailey gets nice and relaxed. Yeah, she like she walked in the door. Oh, hi, Chief Bailey. Maybe. Can I take your coat? Oh, here's some crackers and cheese. Don't even have any appetizers here. <laughs> I loved it. I love when Bailey acts like this. This is my favorite version of Bailey. That's why whenever she's so mad and angry, like it's not, I, I hate it. Because even though here she's not like trying to be 
funny or anything. She's just being Bailey. She's like, she, she reminds me of the bougie auntie. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, and I don't mean that any type of way, but like, that's what she reminds me of. So we talked a little bit about Kai and Amelia earlier, but we, we got to see more of how Kai is with kids and they were not with it at all. No, they do not like kids. Well, and they don't, they feel- don't not like kids. I don't want to say that. Well, Kai said that they have, that they have um, nibblings, like nieces and nephews. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they're completely uncomfortable around kids. There's some experience there. But when, when but, they had to go get, when they had to go get a Ellis, the apple juice. Okay. <laughs> that was such an awkward. And that's what I meant when I was talking about earlier too, because you know, like at, at barbecues and stuff like that, like with families that are mixed, um, it's very much like all the aunties are looking after all the nephews and nieces and you know, like any, like basically like every, like if, if you're not careful, you're in charge of watching 20 kids because like the parents are off doing whatever. And the fact that, you know, it, it was just, it was a very big disconnect because of everyone being so comfortable with everybody else. And then it was just like Kai creeped out about Bailey asking for juice. Do you know what you I know, mean? I, yeah. I wonder too, if Kai was, because this is the first time that Kai met Scout, right? In person. Yes, I think so. So they could have just been like, wow, this is getting real. Like she has a kid. I'm seeing this kid right here, right now. So that may have, I don't know, kind may have gotten into their own head a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little happy that they broke things off. I've been getting tired of this. Do you think it's done, done? I would like it to be because I, I have nothing against Kai. I just felt like the relationship was not I just, going I just don't to feel go like, yeah. I just don't feel like this is a relationship that Amelia needs to be in. I don't think she needs to be in any freaking relationship right now. I really don't. Yeah, she needs to be alone. I think she does really great being, you know, not in a relationship. So I think she, I think that's what she needs right now. Yeah, if they try to start playing Amelia and Link again next season, no, I'm really gonna have an issue. I want to put that out here so you, they they can hear me say it. I'm gonna have an issue. Don't do it again. They're I done. did like seeing Amelia in that mommy mode though. Like Scout was fussy, and because we don't see much of that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about before. I forgot that Amelia was even Scout's mom at one <laughs> point, but you know, Scout was fussy and you know Link was like you know you have someone here with you I can be boring and Amelia's sitting there reading her him a medical journal and (laughs) she's like I can be boring too like it's just it's little stuff like that that it shows that she knows what her kid needs even though she's not around as much as she'd like to be yeah and at the same time it gave me hope for her and Link successfully co-parenting because while I don't want them to be together I do want them to be good with yeah. each other. I think that's why I liked them this this episode is because they were acting very cordial with each other and co-parenting like bad A's and it was it it was good. It was a nice change of not having all this fighting and arguing between them all the time. I'm sorry, that gets so old so fast. I do not want to hear it every single episode. 
but I did like the conversation that Owen and Kai had when they were sitting <laughs> Link walked in yeah, for know, a second so- I was like why are they sitting here at this tiny little table having this conversation and <laughs> then Link too. walked in like, there are kids waiting to be fat I'm like oh because they're playing with the kids okay I was like what are you guys doing just sitting in this room together by yourselves but I, I mean I like their conversation that they had and I feel like that's like does Kai even know that she was married to Owen I don't think so it didn't seem like it that's what I was just gonna ask it yeah, didn't Kai's, seem like it Kai seemed pretty shell-shocked like when the whole night yeah, when, when they found out how everyone's connected. Yeah. So I don't think Kai knew um, about Owen and um, Amelia. Which just is, isn't crazy for me. Like, to me, that's like first date kind of thing. Like, hey, I was married this many times before I have mm-hmm. a kid. I mean, you don't have to go into specifics, but I feel like that's basic history. The one thing I'm confused about, and this is kind of old news, I guess, Leo. Didn't Amelia and Owen adopt Leo together? No, just no, Owen they, did. They had a conversation about that where Owen or um I'm sorry, Amelia said, you know, you go ahead and do this on your own and I'm gonna be like, you know, the cool Aunt Amelia. Okay. I didn't remember that um conversation, yeah. but like I don't know. It always confuses the heck out of me because I always think that Leo's Amelia's kid too, technically, but he's really not. No, she just she just he, helped him. I mean, he is he is in a way that you know she has been there for him from the very beginning. But I think his sole his sole parent is legally Owen. I don't know if Teddy has legally adopted him or anything. I don't know. They should make that clear. If yeah, not, that I can be an entire. I mean, that could be a storyline of Teddy adopting up. I mean, she naturally just fell into mother mode when they got married and, you know, they have Allison and everything. So it just makes sense, but they haven't really made it clear. I don't think they've made it official, which they should do, you know, planning purposes. Yeah, Cause Amelia, Amelia took, Amelia took Betty under her wing, which is Leo's mom, Mm -hmm. but she didn't adopt Betty either. She just kind of was her AA sponsor, right? Or like was trying to keep her clean. Yeah, she was just helping her. Yeah, she was just there for her, like as a as a sponsor. Because didn't she eventually go back with her parents? But then they decided they didn't want Leo. Yeah. yeah. Well, the parents came and took Betty and Leo, and then they came back and admitted that Leo was too much for them. So thank goodness. Yeah, I remember yeah. being really thrilled that they brought Leo back. Oh yeah, I did not want him to go with them. But like you said a little bit earlier, Ty and Amelia are done. Amelia's crushed. Amelia Amelia is crushed. crushed. I I'm not crushed. So get over it, Amelia. We're all happy for you. (laughs) Yeah, we're it's the best thing for you, honey. We all know, okay? We know what's best for our fictional friends. (laughs) (laughs) We do. We see it all. And Maggie and Winston are still dealing with all their family drama. Guys, I was so mad at Wendell. Me too. That very last. put I wanted to push him out of the house myself like just it's a dinner party it's a happy event Bailey is happy Teddy is being you know Teddy just go away he was not getting a hint whatsoever and then to come in and have the gall to ask for all that money and then take it from both of them which 
knowing how he was, Maggie and Winston should have talked to each other because knowing how them two are, they should have known that the other one was going to do it just to get him out. But he took it from both of them and he's supposed to be family. I mean, you, you say, oh, your husband already did this for me. You know what I mean? Like you don't take it from both. I think Maggie gave it to him first. And I think he took it from Winston secondly. Which, you know, is why as a married couple, you just say, hey, I'm going to do this. And then Wendell could have been, or Winston could have been like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. I already gave him money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which Winston was MIA for a bit because he dipped out yeah. and didn't come back for a while. But that much money, though, like that should be a convert. Well, I get it's probably not that much money for them because they're surgeons, but that much money should have been a conversation in my opinion. Okay. So Ben said the same thing when we we're watching the, he doesn't watch like all of them with me, but he caught this part. He's like, well, it's not like 20,000 is that much. And I was like, yeah, but it's still $20,000. No matter if you have, I don't think they have like millions upon millions of dollars. I think they just do good for themselves or they do well for themselves. And it is a large enough sum yes. where it's worth having a conversation with your significant other. Yeah. That I think they I think they did it and then they were gonna go and say, Hey, I I did this, you know, it's just on a whim. I think they both kind of did it on a whim and I think they both did it almost at the same time. Yeah, so. and I mean Maggie had that little heart to heart with Nick where he was saying that, you know, sometimes it's what did he say? Sometimes it's easier just to like give in basically to give in yeah to prevent more heartbreak so i think that's why maggie did it but i mean a hundred like a hundred bucks sure that's you don't have to necessarily tell your spouse about that before it happens but this was a large sum of money and he swindled both of them yeah he got out with twenty thousand. now he i mean he he can't show his face back no so you know what take the twenty thousand dollars and disappear have a good life i hope it was worth the twenty thousand dollars you just lost two family members you know maybe the twenty thousand dollars is worth it to just be rid of him that's how i would take it but you know what you're gone after you're gone yeah i mean we know that he was in with some bad dudes so hopefully he uses the money to pay it off and then uses the rest of it to better his life and you know i don't know i don't know if i see that i don't know if he's in a place where he's learned his lesson and he's gonna pay off those people i i hope he he probably i think he's gonna pay him off and i think he's gonna take the other ten thousand and buy more medical equipment that's useless because he seemed pretty scared i mean he Mm -hmm. and 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 people like that they don't play i mean he could lose a finger or something he can lose his life i know it's only ten thousand dollars but people kill for less y'all are talking about ten thousand dollars like it's not anything like ten thousand dollars is a lot of money depends on your social ladder though like for maggie and winston it's not that much money to me and you it is i mean i can do a lot with ten thousand <laughs> i've yeah, never seen i've never even seen ten thousand dollars so i mean <laughs> so i mean it just it depends on your social class i mean ten thousand dollars is a lot to some people and some people it's like for a crime person ten thousand dollars is not like a huge deal but like i said they've killed for a lot less so unfortunately there were some people missing at the dinner party richard and Catherine. oh richard would have been so fun at that dinner party he would have sat down and played boggle with teddy i'm sure of it. 
I kind of think- like that he's there for Catherine, though. I mean, I know, I know I'm not the biggest fan of Catherine, but he stepped out on Adele. Ellis, he's, he loved Ellis, but he was, you know, Ellis was the other woman. Like, it's kind of nice that he's actually treating Catherine right and acting like a husband. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad he went with Catherine and not the dinner party. I really am. I feel like he would have been like a nervous ball at the dinner party. He would have been so annoying. He's exactly where he needs to be. He was. He's him doing all that research and when they were glasses sitting there with all the research when they were talking about the wellness room i was like yeah and you can get a mini fridge and put Catherine's drinks in it so you don't accidentally (laughs) take it again (laughs) Catherine's drug juice i like seeing that couple again that link was helping last yeah that surprised me yeah Yeah, i surprised me too I didn't catch that at first, like, because I watched the episode twice. So I just watched it through once and then I watched it again when I did the notes and everything. But the first time I watched, I was like, who are these people? Like, they seem really attached to these random people. And then when I watched the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, it's that couple. Yeah. It's the guy who had cancer. It was nice that it was nice to circle back to them because we don't usually that's the end what we got last episode that's usually the end of that storyline so yeah mm-hmm. but they also didn't finish it though we didn't know if the baby ever made it or anything so i it, w- it was very nice to get a conclusion kind of i mean we got more well, of a con- conclusion con- continuation continuation i don't know my, i think they have to like I think they're probably going to be in the, in the season finale they gotta like you could if, if you just do one episode with a case that's one thing but if you do two and you still don't finish it you're gonna have to finish it with the third we're invested now like you got to show us if here the baby make it first because she's 35 weeks pregnant so really by the time the finale happens even if it's in the second part of the finale they could probably show her either possibly having the baby because she's having issues or you know at least show that they're living happily ever after yeah and i think they will they're usually usually pretty good about that their little talk about cancer was sad too how she said you know when you think about cancer you either think about beating it or kind of living with it but there's never that talk about the part in between where you're fighting it yeah that made me sad it me too it but i feel like it's true it i mean it's it's then that's the hard part Mm -hmm. i have thankfully no experience but i've seen many people that i love go through it as we are as a team right now it's just it's not it's ugly cancer's so ugly and it's heartbreaking and people do put a lot of spins on it a lot of time and try to act tough yeah and yeah and sometimes that's needed sometimes that's needed but you also need to see the nitty and gritty of it Mm -hmm. too it's not all fun and games it's hard and devastating and yeah I mean, just like with Maureen, I mean, look at what we did with her. I mean, even though we're all around the world, we still put together a care package for her and we've been here for her. I mean, she's been pretty transparent with us about all the issues that she's had, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, especially, I feel like, especially men, like he, he has a pregnant wife who's very pregnant. He's probably, you know, not really complaining as much as what he really should, because he thinks that she's dealing with enough yeah but yeah so that was really nice it was 
It was. I like that Catherine pretty much forced him to go with her up to the exam room. I think, I think Catherine was getting on was getting her nerves shot with Richard. Yeah, I was like, at, yeah, when he was saying, no, I want to stay here with you, I was like, take a hint. You're wearing her out. She wants you yeah. to leave. <laughs> go. I think Catherine's kind of used to doing things on her own, and I think mm-hmm. that that plays a role in how annoyed she got with Richard, but I think that Richard's very overbearing, too. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing because I think he's just trying to be there for her and I think he's scared, but with being used to dealing with stuff by yourself, I can see why she would be annoyed. Yeah, yeah like I can see how she would say, whoa, this is a little much. I need to step back. Speaking of difficult cases, mm. this is, I bawled my eyes out and I do not cry with stuff like this. I this was a very hard case this week and it's yeah i very prevalent right now yeah and i struggled i struggled with it on the notes i was like i don't even know what to say so i just threw it in there and yeah it i mean what 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 this discussion is going to be pretty small because i don't it's what what did we talk about None of us really have experience in this. Nico and Boki and Dr. Len all in that OR treating this beaten woman who was just, I don't know how another human being can do that to another human being. I don't understand. No matter your color, race, orientation, any of it. There's, and they, there's no reason. And they were saying later on, no one even called for help or took a video or oh. anything. So, I mean, the bystanders were just, the bystanders in this case were just as bad. Yeah, it's, mm. um, the one thing that I kind of liked was that Nico and Lynn and Boki were the ones that were working on her. It was kind mm. of like a tribute thing in a way. Yep. I'm getting emotional just talking about it. Um, yeah. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to talk here, but um, then all of the family sitting out in the waiting room oh. and just guys like it was so brilliantly done. And Boki's line was brilliant. I <gasps> loved it you are american we're all americans your face your face is american oh my gosh anytime that woman speaks it's such a she needs to talk more she no that's what makes it so brilliant is because when she does talk it's like you're like shocked you're like whoa she talks (laughs) and see the the thing that's sad to me about that well the most sad to me about this is people are doing these crimes because they don't feel like these people belong here in America, but most of them were born here. They're not just shipped over or whatever. They were born here. You know, like the guy said, she had a whole life here. She was literally here her whole entire life. She's a contributing member to society and you treat her like absolute garbage isn't that what america's supposed to be I mean, it really i mean think- i'm sorry 
I'm looking at all three of us right here and I can tell you that we, our ancestors were not born in America. Yeah, yeah that's what I was about to say <laughs> is that, I mean, if you really think about it, unless you're a Native um, American. Yeah, unless you're Native American, like several generations Native American, your ancestors did not originate from America. No. So do we all need to leave or? I mean, I'm sure no. Native Americans would be happy, but no just the terrible people need to leave because it's just this is at the end of the day it's not about the color of your skin it's not no. about how you look it's 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 the mindset and where you're born and if you're contributing to society not even where you were born because if you're contributing to society you belong here and that's America how America is the land it. of the free like it's we, we that's why we have the nickname it's because it, anybody and everybody can and can live in this country and that's the beauty of it it's the why our city it, of it it's why our ancestors came here in the first yes. place. Yeah. So that and it, Nico, Nico was taking it really hard. Like I, he was trying to hide it, but he punched the wall. I mean, that little moment between Nico and Levi is when I almost cried because him just getting on his knees in front of Nico and having that moment with him. Oh my gosh! Sounds like the patient went through surgery. Okay. I mean, not that go. that's making up for everything that happened to her but no but it's looked like we might get to hear a decision about the residency program next week which is our finale i'm still a little disappointed we haven't seen arizona i don't i don't know if we're going to i think she might have just really been visiting people on set <laughs> that's a shame yeah i mean maybe, but maybe we don't know they like to surprise us so they don't show us up. everything in the previews yeah it seemed like there's a lot of flashbacks um in the in the preview anyway I mean I don't know if that'll actually be like in the show but in the preview like it, it was showing the um, oh like in the very beginning the very beginning I was like well I don't, I don't remember any but yeah I'm, the, the flashes at the very beginning I remember isn't it isn't it the 300th or 400th episode or something 400th 400th yeah, so oh, a big party so well, maybe that was Maybe that was the reason for all the flashbacks, but I hope they put some of that into the episode. I think it was for the 400th because like they kind of like flashed all of them and then said like the 400th, blah, 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 blah. I think that's kind of where the flashbacks were meant to be is just to celebrate the 400th being done. But we get to see April and Jackson back. And April's in the pit. April's yeah. in the pit. When Brian hope- tells her, oh, oh. I hope that she's as much of a badass in the pit as what she was when she left because can I just say I didn't care for April at first but when she like when she got that you know fire under her butt and she was like when she was in the thing with Owen when it was raining out and she's like no I am not letting my patient die and she drug him into the ambulance and that's the side of April that I like and I'm really hoping that given that it's been a few years since she's been in here I'm really hoping that she's grown as a doctor and she's more confident and we see more of that of her. See, I think by the time she left, she was a freaking baddie. I mean, already. I, liked her. I think she I would have only grown. I do too. I, think and she, I, I, I don't think they're going to disappoint us. If they're only going to be in one episode, I think that they'll do it right. Grace breaks her heart a lot and we have a lot to complain about, but whenever they have an idea and they want to execute it, they really do do a good job. Mm-hmm. They do a good job surprising us, which is, I mean, it's kind of what we want from our shows, right? 
Yeah. You don't want it to be um If we knew what was going to happen every week, why would we watch? Yeah. We like the, the surprises. The one thing that surprised me is how much judgment Jackson's throwing over there to Meredith. I don't like that at all because he left too and she she didn't say anything to him. They had that conversation and she was completely supportive of him leaving and everything. And now he's come in there and given her a hard time. Remember what he's going through right now. And he does not handle emotion well, but his mom's cancer's back and she's fighting for her life right now. I think and in Jackson's done this in the past. He doesn't handle his emotions well, and he's going to lash out. And I'm not surprised he lashes out at Meredith. He's comfortable with Meredith. You know, usually the people you're most comfortable with are the ones that you lash out at because you know they're going to take it and deal with it. And I think so that's. I guess. Meredith can, me. Meredith can take it. She'll throw it yes. right back at him if she has to. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I just, I don't know. I think the reason that it got me is because she's been going through so much crap with Bailey and Richard. And it's like, you're really going to give it to her too after mm-hmm. you just left. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think they're probably making it seem worse in the previews than it's really going to be they like to do that to us really the season they've been really bad about doing that to us in previews it's like making all of the most important scenes in the show be a part of the preview and the rest of the whole episode's kind of like okay mm-hmm. so hopefully this whole fight between jackson and meredith don't overcloud the entire episode because if that's the case i'm not gonna like it yeah, because at the end when Jackson was getting ready to leave, they were they were very close. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't really have that much of a relationship like while he was there, but by the time that he was getting ready to leave, they they were pretty close by that. Well, she said, You're leaving me alone. Yeah. Yeah, he was the last one in her class or mm-hmm. not really like near it was her, her class. class. It was her it was it was still her class because they were the same level. They just got transferred gotcha. midway, but it, I think they were still in the same class because they both came at attendings at the same time. I remember they took the boards together. Yeah, that's right. I get mixed up because they came from a different hospital. I do too. I always think about the boards though. And I'm like, okay, who took the boards at what time? Because that was Meredith's class. That's why. Because April would have definitely head. been in that class too. Yeah, April. I think April and Jackson were the only ones that were left to take the boards from that group that came over from Mercy West, right? Yeah, because I think everyone else died. <laughs> or left. The one guy followed Christina, and then Murphy left, I'm pretty sure. And then that mouse girl, she died, and Percy died. So yeah, that was all of them. All right, well, I guess we're going to have to just wait until next week and see. I'm excited. I'm watching live. All right, so next week is the season finale, and... The 400th episode. The 400th episode. It's going to be a two hour. There's going to be no station 19. So the last podcast for Grays will be just Grays. It will not be station 19. This will be the last station 19 podcast until it comes back for season six. And same thing for Grays. We will be back after this is the second to last episode we will do. We'll do one. Ep- we'll do one more episode for the finale, and then we'll be back September ish. I think it's usually when they come back. So if you are not already, you can join our Facebook group at Gray's Anatomy Gray Family Fan Club. And if that's all, then we can all say bye. Bye, guys. Bye. For our listeners craving more, you can search for all sixteen of our groups on Facebook by searching Family Fan Club. 
come on over and join the conversation. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under Fandom Family Chats. We try to always make sure to have something that will entertain. Of course, we'd also love your feedback, the good and any bad. And you can provide that by emailing us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our website coming soon, where you'll be able to buy FFC merch and merch about some of your favorite TV shows with some favorite sayings and images. We're also working toward hosting a Comic-Con-style event in 2024 where some of your favorite fandoms, cast, crew, and fans alike will come together for a fun-filled weekend. You can find those announcements on our website coming at you soon. Keep watching and listening. And as always, don't forget to share and subscribe. 